Hello, Wedpreneurs, and welcome to episode 70 of the Wedpreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Lee Rivero, and before we begin, I just want to say thank you for tuning in today. I feel extra special recording this episode, my 20th. Though we're still getting in the groove of things, I'm learning so much and enjoying the journey. A few episodes back, while chatting with the lovely Renee Sabo, she dropped a gem, and I'm so sorry we weren't recording as yet. When she said that I need to make this what I want it to be. So, in this my 20th recording, I'll be sharing about my journey with the Wedpreneur thus far, and my hopes and dreams for its future. Let's jump right in! This is your host, Lee Rivero, and welcome to the Wedpreneur Podcast. Join me and our guests each week as we discuss wedding business best practices, examine challenges facing our industry, and interview wedding industry experts and thought leaders who will share their strategies for taking your wedding business to the next level. Whether you're new in the industry or a seasoned pro, each episode is filled with valuable information aimed to help you build and grow the wedding business that you are dreaming about. I'm ready if you are, so let's get started. You know, you can get inspiration from anywhere. The inspiration from today's title, Just a Girl Living Her Dream, came from my adorable, intelligent, and extremely energetic niece, Ari, who recently celebrated her eighth birthday. In true Ari fashion, she grabbed her pencil and paper and wrote down exactly what she wanted to happen for her birthday bash. A pool, pizza, rose gold decorations, and a tiara, of course. Most specifically, she drew out a giant square cake and wrote, Just a girl living her dream, and then the number eight. She then took this list and presented it to her dad with the full expectation that it would be executed. She knew he would make it happen for her, and boy did he. She had an amazing party with all the bells and whistles, and she enjoyed it to the max. I was reminded that dreams, no matter how big or small, are worth pursuing. I spent a lot of time meditating on what my dreams are and how they've changed so much. And then I arrived at yet another aha moment. Literally, the only thing constant in life is change. It's when I really realized what that means. I'd wanted a career in weddings since I was a teenager and started helping my mom set up community events and family weddings. My entire childhood I learned from her. She's so talented with her crafts and can really sew anything. So, whether it was making crafts with the less fortunate children she volunteered with, or setting up a birthday party or charity concert, your girl was getting her hands in everything from as long as I could remember. My first experience of a wedding was in 1998, when my eldest sister tied the knot. I was nine years old. My mom planned everything. I tagged along with her to the printer to pick up the invitations and made all of the decorations and even her wedding dress. It was a very exciting time for me. The night before was a cooking night and all the catering equipment was being delivered, lots of family around and being very interested in the giant pots I could actually sit in. After that, My curiosity bloomed into genuine passion as I admired the wedding magazines and even modeled wedding gowns. I, just like Ari, wrote down everything I wanted to do and dove right in. 
After I finished secondary school, I did a certification in wedding planning and decorating that was offered by the university I attended for my bachelor's and registered my first business, Whirlwind Weddings and Events, in Trinidad in 2009. While at university pursuing my bachelor's in communications, I continued assisting my mother and also found a couple small jobs and my obsession with owning what I called a wedding emporium. <laughs> yes, my family still laughs at that to this day. My little business was just a seed in my mind, and ultimately, I'd have every type of wedding business under the sun. Of course, I now know that isn't even a good idea. After all, with age, experience, and maturity, it's coming years after I dared to dream about having my own business to begin with. The dream started evolving. After I completed my degree, I decided to migrate and continue doing wedding designs with the family team. A huge change. I mean, I was 23 years old, practically penniless in another country, with no family to save me if required. Nonetheless, I don't know if it was pro-noia or a complete lack of common sense. I didn't give up my dream, just adapted it. Along the way, difficult patches have definitely made me question whether I made the right decision. Most of my friends and family thought I'd turn out to be a lawyer for some strange reason, but that's beside the point. The idea is that I had a dream that seemed impossible. So many people discouraged me from even choosing self-employment over working for a company, and persistence was the secret ingredient to surviving the ups and downs to date. Even though some of my dreams have come through, many times I've taken it for granted how far I've come, and that brings me to my dreams for the wet printer. For whatever reason, I, like many people, hate doing things I'm not great at. Unfortunately, no one comes out the womb being an amazing wedding planner, running a successful and profitable business, or being perfect at whatever job they're doing. Nor is it even realistic to strive for perfection. And perfection isn't even my dream. So what is? I will always have a passion for weddings, and I really don't ever see myself 100% switching careers, but I also have a passion for helping others. So far, I've learned a tremendous amount from hosting this podcast and creating resources for coaching clients. And it's so fulfilling. At this point, feedback has been overwhelmingly in favor of self-paced online courses as the best and most accessible format for delivering the information and resources we've created for you guys. My dream is for webpreneurs all over the world to be able to learn best practices and receive support to build the wedding businesses of their dreams. And without burning myself out or having to quit wedding planning because the wedpreneur dominates my schedule. So far, it's been tough, but one thing I'm learning is that it will get better. Maybe you live in a big city and dream of working on celebrity events, or you dream of working in your wedding business full-time and being able to support your family doing what you love. Whatever it is, just like Ari, we should approach our dreams and goals with enthusiasm and the belief that they can become a reality. After all, it's the simple dreams that often bring the most joy. So, whether you're starting a wedding business or chasing the elusive balance between work and personal life, remember Ari's story and keep living your dream. The Wedpreneur is above all about elevating the wedding industry through education, mentorship, and community.
As I keep this central mission in mind, I often reflect on my own experiences that can resonate with others. One such experience was my journey through the Preston Bailey Protégé program, where I set out to learn floral design techniques. But little did I know, I would gain something far more valuable, a fresh perspective on intentionally balancing well-being and business as a top priority. Honestly, I hadn't even realized that this crucial element was missing from my business strategy. I had neglected to consider what worked best for me personally in achieving my overall business goals. It was after this eye-opening experience that I decided to discuss it with my therapist, who helped me to embark on a path of self-awareness. From there, I initiated changes in both my life and business, driven by the desire to relish my career without compromising on profit or my personal life. I embarked on this journey of self-improvement during the challenging period of the pandemic lockdowns, which were undoubtedly one of the most trying times for both my life and business. The transformations I made for myself and my business, which proved to be most helpful and successful, are the very core of the curriculum for our Balancing Bliss online course. I have unwavering faith in the methods presented here, and I believe that they can help you to overcome the struggles you may be facing, such as burnout and overwhelm. The timing couldn't be better for you to explore something new for yourself and your business, as the Balancing Bliss online course is now available. After a rigorous beta round, the consensus was clear. The self-paced course structure is ideal for this material. It's a bit personal, you know? Let me give you a glimpse of what it entails. This course consists of six modules with lessons and exercises carefully designed to bridge the gap in your business planning, emphasizing sustainability and balance while managing a wedding business. It's currently being offered at the introductory price of $27, and it's not going to be around forever at that price. So, I encourage you not to wait too long. Enroll and embark on this transformative journey and simply visit our website at thewedpreneur.com on our shop page. Your path to balancing bliss in both your life and business begins right here. It's time for the tea with Lee. On another note, I've recently been down the wedding Reddit hole and found a thread about a photographer that led to a review page of a bunch of 0.5 to 1 star reviews that simply tore them apart. At first, I thought it was a case of one irate couple sending friends and family to dox his business, but it was quite a few spread over a couple years. Bad reviews suck, but they're a goldmine of information. And to be honest, it's much easier to handle learning from someone else's bad reviews. But anyway, as I read through them, I recognized a pattern of complaints, and these registered to me as true because of this. Several clients complained about him canceling last minute and sending replacements that were questionable. Let me just read one of the most detailed ones so you can get an idea of the vibes of the complaints that were being posted. I'll call him George for this purpose. Please do not hire. I found George and I was drawn to his Instagram page. 
We had mutual friends who hired him for their wedding, and I decided I wanted to reach out and hire him for my wedding. Getting a hold of him to hire should have been the red flag number one. After weeks of messages, emails, and DMs, we finally set up a phone call. The phone call was super brief, and we sent the deposit right away after we were told we had to, to secure the date of our booking. This was in September 2022. There was zero communication with George until three days before my wedding, August 2023. Not a single text, email, phone call, nothing. I tried texting him a month before, concerned, stating I was checking in since we were a month out. No reply. I tried contacting him a week before, no reply. I tried calling him three days before my wedding date while getting very frantic, no answer. I received a text right after stating he was dealing with personal problems, but to fill out a questionnaire and he would call me back. I replied it was submitted and waited for him to reach out. Nothing. The next morning, early in the morning, I received a text two days before my wedding stating his personal problems got worse last night and he would be in the hospital till later this afternoon and that he would have to step away from weddings this weekend. I was told he booked a replacement but concerned about the replacement's work and unsure of pricing and logistics, I decided to ask a few questions. Again, no reply and no answering of my questions. After waiting a few hours, I decided it was best to just go our separate ways and text him for a refund. He replied almost instantly to that text and stated we would get our money back. This sent me into a full panic attack. I imagined my wedding day with no photographer or team because of a personal emergency. George was not only seen at a wedding that Thursday night, but also the next night, my wedding night. I fully believe George is a scam artist who double books his weddings and chooses the wedding he wants to attend just days before and sends his backups to do the remainder of his work at the weddings. I truly believe he takes your money and books you under false pretenses knowing he's already booked for that certain date. He chooses which one will make him the most money and receive the most social media attention. After telling me he had to step away from weddings this weekend and brought up he was at the hospital, to seeing many photos and videos of him walking around two weddings working, this is honestly gut-wrenching. It caused me so much anxiety and stress, but knowing he was not even concerned because he had already had other weddings lined up is a slap in the face. After seeing this, I messaged George many times to receive my refund and finally replied a week later telling me it had to be processed for another week. With some more push, we received our refund right away in an e-transfer, so I'm confused as to what needed to be processed for another full seven days. I am lucky enough to have found an amazing photographer two days before my wedding, but I don't think some brides are as lucky and I wouldn't risk putting yourself in that position. I am telling you to read these reviews and to run in the opposite direction. Whew. Now, this one 
threw me for a loop because at first I was like in the hospital but then she comes back to say that he was at other weddings so I guess he straight up lied which is really really bad. Now you may be wondering where I'm going with this so let me get to it. This is what happens when you don't consider the intangible aspects of your business and the nature of the wedding industry. From this review page, we can clearly see the pain points of his clients. His process doesn't align with the expectations of a wedding photographer at all. For example, each review that was negative mentioned that he disappeared after they paid a deposit and also about him double booking and flaking out at the last minute. The thing is, even if he really doesn't care about his clients, a few tweaks to his system could result in happy clients. After all, they each complemented his portfolio, so clearly he has the skill. For example, turning down weddings when he has one booked, or not booking with clients that he doesn't want to work with, and also using a customer relationship management system to have a centralized place for his client communication. That would make his business sustainable in the long run, because sooner or later, your reputation can be destroyed and you won't be able to get new clients. Regardless of his why, a bad review is always worth analyzing. To that photographer, if you ever hear this, if you care about your clients, go sign up for Balancing Bliss and get more details about time management and value-based decisions. I know, I know, following your dreams is all well and good. But in reality, bills will come whether or not you have work-life balance. I've always been a risk taker, so the thought of job security was never something I worried about. So I had little patience with those who I judged as too scared. I'm grown up now, and I understand the weight of a mortgage, bills, loan payment, and children. And it's clear as day why someone wouldn't just walk out of a job and start their own business tomorrow. Basically, that would be irresponsible if others are depending on you. Anyway, all this is to say that a huge part of sustainability is financial, and that's with any business, not just wedding businesses. But somehow, many of us fall back on doing business with our hearts in this industry, I guess due to the emotional nature of things. But it's a fact. Lots of us find ourselves where the stress of it all makes you question why are you putting in so many hours for so little return? Yeah, I've been there too, and it's a common struggle. You're constantly working, but the math in your bank account isn't mathing. We start to wonder why we're working so tirelessly for what feels like limited financial gain. And then come the doubts. Should we keep going as wedding and event planners? Is it time to return to a regular job? or maybe consider part-time work? Do we still want to stay in this industry? What's the real earning potential for wedding planners anyway? It's natural to ask these questions, but I'm here to say that most likely, if you're doing a good job and getting more clients, you're probably undercharging. That's why the 2023 edition of the Pricing Lab is my next priority. We've been hard at work making updates and it will be available by November 1st, so be on the lookout. Pricing is a critical aspect of the wedding industry that often goes underestimated and misunderstood. Many of us fear that charging higher rates will drive away clients, 
leading to a cycle of underpricing that harms their businesses and the industry as a whole. However, the power of charging correctly cannot be overstated. It ensures sustainability, quality, and a better work-life balance. It also helps to standardize pricing in the industry, ultimately elevating the entire sector. For wedding professionals, it's essential to conduct thorough market research, calculate expenses accurately, and have the confidence to charge what your services are truly worth. By doing so, you can create a thriving business that not only meets your financial goals, but also provides unforgettable experiences for couples on their specialty. On that note, I'll end today's episode. See you guys next week. Thank you so much for joining me for this week's episode of the Webpreneur Podcast. I'm so incredibly grateful to all of my listeners and would like to take a moment to invite you to keep the conversation going. Head on over to our free online community at www.thewebpreneur.com forward slash join. If you enjoyed this episode, help us to spread the word by leaving an honest review and sharing with others you think would also enjoy this. I appreciate each and every one of you and welcome your feedback. Bye for now.